I am beyond excited to invite you to join me inside Manifest with Madeline, my most transformative program yet. Imagine this, manifesting on autopilot 24-7. Picture yourself attracting all the best things just by living in alignment with your unique design. In this program, we'll delve deep into your human design, understanding the key chart elements that impact manifestation the most, and it's probably not what you think. No more wasting time on activities that go against your design. It's all about simplifying, living authentically, and letting the universe work its magic. Doors are officially open, but only until Friday, February 2nd. This is your opportunity to finally shift your life. Oh, and the first 20 students also get a bonus live workshop with me before the program begins to get you manifesting right away. Visit www.studiotimeout.com slash MWM, like Manifest with Madeline, to learn more and claim your spot. And I can't wait to see you there. This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today I am sharing with you a very, very special, high impact, easy to implement verbal switch that you can make to start manifesting so much easier. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, or if you've been following along over on Instagram for a while, you've heard the story about how my body and my health drastically transformed a couple of years ago. Here's the short version. So I'm almost 33 and for nearly my entire life from birth through about two years ago, I was severely unwell, very, very sick. I struggled almost every moment of every day with a lot of different health issues. And I also was very, very puffy, very bloated. Um, I'm not going to use the word overweight. I don't really think that really describes it, but I was definitely larger than I am now. It's not because I wasn't eating well or exercising or I was ignorant about detoxification or chemicals or toxins or stress. In fact, I was treating my health as a full-time job. I did all of the physical things perfectly for well over a decade with very, very minimal results. And what shifted for me was a few things. One, I was focusing on learning manifestation. I don't mean rituals or affirmations or casting spells, even though I think that those things are actually really cool and interesting and great, but that's not at all what I was doing when I'm talking about manifestation. I was learning how to actually tap into attracting my highest 
possible timeline, my highest version of my life, simply by embodying that version in my current life right then. So even with the health struggles and with the physical problems, I was learning to vibrate at a frequency and identify with a frequency and an image and a reality that is better than the one that I was physically in. And at the same time, I also learned about human design. So I very, very quickly started living according to my design as best as I possibly could in all areas of my life. So in um, kind of a easy to understand sense, I stopped doing a lot of things that I quote unquote should be doing. And I started doing things that excited me. And I'm a manifesting generator. So that's that's important. I also learned about my digestive type according to human design, and I started embodying that. And from doing those sorts of things, learning the manifestation techniques that work for me, not about a ritual, but the techniques of learning how to re-identify who I am and flip my vibration to one that matches the frequency I want to be living at, learning about my human design, eating according to my design, all of those things turned around about, I would guess, 90, 95% of my health problems within about a month. And since then, my body has drastically changed. It changed pretty quickly where I've had to buy all new clothing because my old clothes were too large. Um, What else? I stopped having to take so many supplements. I used to take hundreds of supplements. Now I just take a few that I just feel attracted to and excited by. I stopped exercising the way that I was and just a lot. I, I A lot has changed. I stopped having to do really, really strict regimented detox protocols and treatments and all these different things. And I started being able to just enjoy my life like a normal, happy person. And one of the things that really, really shifted for me, I do believe came from learning about my digestive type. In human design, when you eat according to your digestive type, it's not just about improving your digestion, although that does happen. For for me, when I eat very, very strictly according to my type, my belly is totally flat. It's not bloated at all. And physically, I feel my best. But it's more to do with actually accessing more percentage of your brain. So when you eat according to your unique digestive type, according to your design, more percentage of your brain turns on, you become more like a superhero. Superpowers come out. And what are these superpowers? Your strongest sense. So everybody also has a strongest sense according to your human design chart. So when you're eating according to your digestive type, your brain lights up, you become so much more powerful, so much more magnetic, so much more magical, your strongest sense becomes heightened. And I want you to think of your strongest sense kind of like your superpower if you were a superhero. So my strongest sense happens to be touch. And when I actually use that strongest sense on the daily, manifestations just happen. They work so much better. My creativity is exploded. My mind is opened. My, um, all of my senses are heightened, but really I feel more like, 
like, uh, how do I describe this? Think about a dog. Like, think about those really highly trained dogs that work at the airport and they sniff out people for drugs. I feel more like one of those dogs able to, like, navigate with my senses rather than, like, a really sick dog that's like super overweight and, and unhealthy and it's been eating kibble and it's like kind of sick and it has health problems and it lives in a house that's like full of fragrances and cigarette smoke and it's like just a sad lump of a dog that can't really even thrive as a dog because it's so clouded and unhealthy. Maybe one that never gets to go outside and play. Like I went from being that kind of dog, living in a fog, unable to use my senses, to being the dog that works, you know, with the military and can sniff out anything. And I don't mean that I use the sense of sniffing. I'm just using that as a, 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 as a metaphor. So understanding your digestive type really is one of the most impactful tactics for not only manifestation, but just getting your body and your brain and your energy field into alignment so that you can heighten the sense that you're meant to use to navigate through the world. Everybody always asks if I'll teach about the strongest senses and the digestive types on this podcast, and the answer is no. I'm not going to be doing that. I've thought about it in the past, but no, it's it's too precious, it's too detailed, it's too important and nuanced for me to feel comfortable just throwing it out there for anybody to just listen, you know, willy-nilly. I know a lot of people listen to podcasts sort of casually. That's sort of the nature of a podcast. Maybe you listen in the shower or on a walk or someone else might interrupt you and you kind of stop listening for a second, which is fine. I do it too. That's great. That's a wonderful use of a podcast, but it's not the primo way that you learn. And I teach in my programs in a very specific way where there's a a beginning, a middle, an end. There's exercises to do. There's interaction so that you can actually learn. These are teaching techniques coming from somebody who's been a teacher since the age of 14. I've really honed in on my craft. I know what people need to learn this information. And you're not going to get it if I just fling the digestive information out to willy-nilly whoever. It's too important, too specific. So that's why I'm including it as a very, very large portion of Manifest with Madeline. This is something I've taught in the first round of Manifest with Madeline, and a lot of people have found that when they focus on eating according to their digestive type, they are able to get through their day tremendously easier. They're able to open up their brain for more downloads, more creativity, more inspiration, and that sets them on a trajectory of getting onto the timeline. When you eat according to your correct digestive type, You're priming not only your body, but also your brain and energy field for alignment. It's not like what makes you manifest. It's what primes you to manifest. If you have a fogged up, junked up body and brain for you, then how the heck are you supposed to be able to manifest? How are you going to be magnetic if you're in a fog? It doesn't work that way. So I always teach that as the basis of manifestation. And it's something I practice on the daily. And I'm very, very experienced. And um, I'm very good at helping guide you through that. This is also something that I talk about in one-on-one human design readings pretty frequently. 
And something that really, really helped me shift when I started eating according to my digestive type, the thing that really helped me shift uh, more mentally, more on purpose, more um, like under my own control was the concept that I'm going to teach you today. So the concept of quantum entanglement. Have you ever heard that phrase? Quantum entanglement. Um, I'm going to tie this back to digestion in a few minutes, but for now, let's just forget about the digestion, forget about the strongest senses, all of that, and let's learn what quantum entanglement is. I'm going to read a paragraph from a book that I absolutely love and recommend called The Language of Betterarchy by Danny Katz, K-A-T-Z. So this is from page 95, and it says, Quantum entanglements refer to codependent relationship dynamics forged of invisible bonds between objects, wherein one cannot be described without simultaneously referencing, invoking, or activating the other. Sometimes this happens because of certain chemical reactions or environmental occurrences. Other times it happens through language. Okay, that's the end of the paragraph. So did you hear that other times it happens through language? So if you are kind of like me where you hear all, you know, all this technical jargon and your brain kind of goes numb, um, let me paraphrase. A quantum entanglement is when one thing is paired with another thing and they have like an energetic or invisible bond that makes them a unit together. So you can use language to create quantum entanglement where I could say my anxiety. Okay. That means that me goes with anxiety. Madeline goes with anxiety. We're a pair. Or I could say my big fat bank account. Okay. Madeline is attached to the big fat bank account. So why does that matter? Because when I am going to attach myself to something that thing is always going to be affected by whatever I'm affected by. So if I'm going to say my anxiety or my big fat bank account, if I'm having a super amazing, inspiring, happy day, my anxiety is going to um, have a, a super happy, inspiring, you know, happy up-leveling energy to it as well. It's going to get better. Or if I'm having a super horrible day, the anxiety that I said is my anxiety will also get worse. So that's um, something that you can actually use as a tool and not by accident. This is like one of those universal laws that's happening 24-7, whether you like it or not. Like gravity. You know, gravity and manifestation and quantum entanglement always are happening. You can't turn it off and make it not happen. So this is why I teach you how to do it on purpose, how to manifest on purpose inside of Manifest with Madeline, not just by default or by accident or unconsciously. Today, you're learning how to use quantum entanglement on purpose. So when you use the phrase my, remember, you are pairing those things together like a unit. It comes as a package. And that can work in your favor with things that you want. Like you could say, my healthy body, my amazing clients, my beautiful home. You can use that with things that are truth, like... Um, 
you know, I do think that I have amazing clients. So I would say my amazing clients, but you could also quantum entangle yourself up with something that's a future thing. Like, my $10 million. Right now, I don't happen to have $10 million in my personal bank account, but if I made a quantum entanglement attachment to the $10 million, there is actually an energetic attachment to that, okay? Now, you can also use my against your favor with things you don't want, and this is what we're actually talking about today. So when people say my anxiety, my debt, my back pain, my sucky job, my addictions, my um, hemorrhoids, my constipation, my mean husband, my terrible boss... Okay, when you say things like that, you're literally creating a package with you and that thing. You're you're agreeing, you're consenting that that's yours and it goes with you. So in Betterarchy, the book by Danny Katz, she talks about switching that to some adjacent languaging instead. And you change my to a, the, or that. So you could say, instead of my anxiety, you could say the anxiety that I have historically experienced, or you could say a sucky job that happens to be something that I will be attending today, or you could say that debt right over there, or you could say the addiction I once experienced. This is something that I started doing without knowing it when, um, like right before my health and my body drastically changed. So I realized that I was really entangling myself up. This was before I knew about quantum entanglement, by the way, it just kind of, I, I, it came to me somehow. So I realized that I was identifying with bloating and with nausea and with being really, really puffy and having all kinds of other problems. And so I stopped saying I'm bloated or I'm nauseous. And I either just ignored it. Like I just took care of the symptoms, took care of myself, and I didn't talk about it and make a big deal. Or if I needed to say something, like if I needed to let my husband know that I was experiencing nausea so that he wouldn't be confused about my odd behaviors, I wouldn't say, oh, Chris, I'm nauseous. My body is having nausea. I feel like throwing up. No, I would say things like, "Um, Chris, just letting you know I happen to be experiencing the sensation of nausea right now. And I'll be taking care of that. And it neutralizes the situation. It cuts off the cord or the entanglement, the attachment to that thing. When I said, I happen to be experiencing nausea in this moment, it's just an experience. It's like weather. It's just passing through. It's a breeze. It's happening. It's truth. I'm looking right at it. I'm I'm acknowledging that it's there. I'm not denying or pretending, but it's not mine. It's not my nausea. Does that does that make sense? Are you getting what I'm putting down? Or I might say something like, "Oh, look at that." The client that came to my class today happened to express distaste in the choreography in the class that I taught. 
that's interesting. Rather than saying, oh, I have the worst clients. Every, all my clients hate me. My classes suck because my clients don't like my choreography. No, you just look at it as what it is. It's neutral information and it's the client happened to dislike the choreography, not my clients hate my choreography. No quantum entanglements there. It's just kind of bland, neutral information. And what you need to watch out for is withdrawal symptoms from dopamine. Every single time you say something like, oh, my clients hate my classes, or I suck at this, or I'm always bloated, you get a dopamine hit. You get a sensation of pleasure. And I know it seems crazy, just just open your mind to that that is actually true. And it's even more exciting and even more pleasurable when someone else acknowledges it in you. Like when you complain to your friends and say, oh friend, my husband sucks so bad. He's always just so rude and he just can't do this right. He can't do this right and blah, blah, blah. You are getting so much pleasure out of that, believe it or not. So when you stop blowing things up and stop attaching to them, it is very bland. When when you are talking to your girlfriend and you're like, oh yeah, my husband is just having his own experience over there rather than, oh, my husband is so embarrassing. I can't believe he's doing that. You know, when you just make it neutral and you don't quantum entangle up with it, it's pretty bland. It's not sexy, it's not exciting, and you're not going to be getting any kind of chemical hit from that. You're not going to be feeling any sort of pleasure, but you also won't be feeling any sort of displeasure. So you have to expect things to feel underwhelming when you start switching from this negative attachment languaging to the adjacent languaging that's just bland fact. It's just you know, blah. I'm experiencing the sensation of bloating rather than I'm bloated. Okay. So I'm warning you, it's not going to feel thrilling. You're going to feel kind of a dullness. However, you'll start to notice your life improve. So how does this have anything to do with the digestive type that I was talking about? Let me paint a picture. When I started eating according to my digestive type, It freed up clarity in my brain so that I could actually make conscious choices to switch my languaging. You do have to address your physical health if you want to have spiritual, emotional, or mental health. If you're mentally and physically unwell, it's nearly impossible to take charge of your languaging and change your habits. For example, if I was eating against my digestive type, then my brain gets really foggy and I can't really think, I can't really remember, I can't really even try and change my languaging because my brain is too foggy. So it's a vicious cycle where now I'm in a fog, so I have bad behaviors, bad languaging, I'm attracting the wrong things, I'm unconsciously manifesting a life that matches my foggy brain and I just stay in a fog. When you clean up your digestion, when you clean up your brain and you clean up your energy field, now you actually can think and be clear and be smart to make a new choice, like change the way that you talk. 
So if you are a person who's always feeling like, oh, I just can't ever make changes and it's so hard and I just, I don't get it. You probably need to take a pause on learning about things like spirituality or even human design or any of that and get a hold of your health. And in your human design, it tells you right there how you're most healthy by following your digestive type. So once again, this is why I teach this as the first and most foundational process inside of Manifest with Madeline. So if you are thinking of getting into the program, I highly suggest that you sign up right away. At the time that I'm recording this podcast, we have just a few spots left for qualifying for the bonus. So if you are one of the first 20 people to sign up for Manifest with Madeline, and it doesn't matter if you want to do the basic form or VIP, either one, just the first 20 people who sign up get to join me for a live bonus workshop next Monday. So Monday, January 29th. And yes, you get the replay if you're signed up for that bonus workshop. So if you can't make it live, really doesn't matter. But first 20 people get access to this live workshop where I'm going to be starting you with some exercises and some practical things that you can begin doing to start improving your manifestation skills before the program officially begins. And Manifest with Madeline officially begins February 19th. So we have almost a month to go until then, but you can start early if you're one of the first 20 people to register. You can get into the the class on Monday the 29th. Also, the VIP spots are almost full. We have four more spots left in VIP that's reserved for a very small handful of people because I'm going to be giving, I would say, 80% of my personal attention to the VIPs during the six-week program, not to a lot of one-on-one readings, not to my Instagram or even the podcast, but the VIPs are going to have a tremendous amount of attention from me guidance throughout the whole six weeks so that you can really like blast into manifesting on purpose, unconsciously on autopilot. To check out the details and get yourself registered for Manifest with Madeline, just go to studiotimeout.com slash MWM, or you can DM me the word manifest on Instagram or check the show notes for the link. And even if you're not going to be doing the program, Go and implement what you learned today about quantum entanglement. You know, forget about the digestion if you don't know that part of your design and just dive into starting to switch to adjacent languaging. Just as one more reminder, no more saying my anxiety or my depression or my ADHD. You would switch that to something like the anxiety I have historically experienced. The anxiety or the ADHD that I happen to be experiencing today. So go out there, practice quantum entanglement on purpose, and feel free to let me know how it goes. Send me a DM over on Instagram. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline and tell me how it's going with these last three lessons. These are highly, highly impactful things that should be able to change massive amounts of your happiness your abundance, your success, your health, so much more. Thanks again for listening, and I will catch you next time. 